Welcome once again to Lato's Law. Here's Steve Lato. I am not heavily invested in crypto, but I saw a headline that really caught my attention. And quite frankly, it answers a question that I had raised in my own mind a little while back and, and, and meant to talk about. But I was waiting for more stuff to unfold because you may have heard that a crypto exchange uh, got into a bit of trouble a little while ago because it turns out that a lot of what was supposedly on the exchange is disappeared. Uh, and so people have been arrested and a lot of headlines were made about this. And the question I always had was if you have crypto, cryptocurrency, and supposedly it is so safe and stable because you know you can keep the wallet yourself and it's protected, why do you need to put it in someone else's exchange or put it in a bank? I thought the whole point was to get away from banking and exchanges. And so one of the Follow-up questions that I always had was, if you put it in a crypto exchange or a crypto bank, I hate to call it that because it's not really a bank, but if you put it there and something goes wrong, what remedies do you have? Because recall that banks in the U.S. are underwritten to an extent by the FDIC. So if a bank goes out of business and they say, sorry, we're gone, uh, you can get some of your money back that you had deposited at that bank up to a certain amount insured by the FDIC. If a crypto exchange goes under, what do you get? Well, it turns out, might be nothing. Judge rules bankrupt crypto company Celsius has the rights to the $4.2 billion in user deposits. This is from msn.com, written by Jacob Seitz. Brent sent it to me. A bankruptcy judge has ruled that over $4 billion in user-invested money belongs to the bankrupt crypto company Celsius, according to court documents. The new ruling is in the Celsius bankruptcy case from a judge from the Southern District of New York Bankruptcy Court said that based on the company's unambiguous terms of use, the money deposited into the earn accounts was the property of Celsius. The judge is saying, go back and read your contract. Contract doesn't say that they're operating like a bank and they're holding your money for you. They're saying that you gave them the money, and if they lose it, they might owe you the money. But that becomes a debt, not that you have the right to get your exact money back. So the court concludes, based on the unambiguous terms of use and subject to any reserve defenses, that when the cryptocurrency assets were deposited into those accounts, the cryptocurrency assets became the property of the company and no longer of the depositor. The cryptocurrency assets remaining in the earned accounts on the petition date became property of the debtor's bankruptcy estate, and that would include stable coins, which are discussed in detail below. Celsius earned accounts allowed users to deposit cryptocurrency assets into a wallet and then earn a percentage yield on their assets. Now a judge is saying that the $4.2 billion in assets still held in those accounts belongs not to the user's but to Celsius. Celsius had 600,000 accounts in its EARN program when it filed for Chapter 11 bankruptcy, but the bankruptcy court was clear in its filing that those accounts are still creditors of Celsius and they're still owed money. So while the judge determined the money in EARN accounts is the property of Celsius, it still needs a way to find a way to pay back the holders and other account holders if they can. But that's the problem. They're in bankruptcy. They might not be able to. Think of it this way. You go to your bank and you deposit money. You have the right to go and say, I want my money back. If they say, we haven't got it, you go to the FDIC and say, hey, bank hasn't got my money. Pay me. 
But with these people, you, you put your money in the exchange, and according to terms of use, you're literally giving it to them. It becomes theirs in exchange for a promise to repay you, or in exchange for, in essence, a debt. So they are supposed to pay you back, but what happens if they can't? There is no safety net here, apparently. There's little precedent for large crypto companies filing for bankruptcy, so experts say customers could be waiting for years, and they might just get a fraction of their money back. So if you had the equivalent of $10,000 in there, they might come back and say, here, you get 100 bucks. There you go. Judge Glenn made it clear in his ruling that the issue of ownership was a contract law issue, saying that there was a valid contract between the account holders and the company, and the terms of the contract unambiguously transferred all right and title of the assets to Celsius. So if you've got your money in an exchange right now, somebody else can play with your money. You need to go look at the terms of use, terms of service that you have with those people and see if it says things like this. Because one thing I can tell you after practicing law for 31 years is that quite often one company will do something and other companies will just cut and paste, cut and paste. Unlike deposits at a bank, which are guaranteed by the FDIC, which is the Federal Deposit Insurance Corporation, deposits in the crypto space are still heavily unregulated. If a bank can't return a customer's deposit, the FDIC will, up to a certain extent, but a crypto company is not required to, and customers have no government agency to back up the slack. And again, the contract you have with the exchange is very different than the contract you have with the bank. Very different. Trust me on that one. Companies already pitched selling $18 million worth of stablecoin assets from its earn accounts to fund its reorganization amid the bankruptcy litigation. So they've actually already gone into court and said, look, we've got all these assets people gave to us. We'd like to use some of it, liquidate it, and use that to try to save the company. And so they'd be saving the company by chewing up assets belonging to their depositors. But they're saying, well, that's our money. It's not the depositor's money. We owe the depositor's money, but we don't owe them that money necessarily. So like I said, it becomes a debt versus, you know, the explanation from the judge could have far-reaching ramifications on the larger crypto space since this company's earn account terms of service was interpreted in a court to mean that assets deposited became the property of the company. Other crypto companies could use a decision as precedent if they go under or need to pull money from user accounts to cover their own debts. And here's the thing you need to understand, okay? I do not have any crypto in any exchange anywhere, so this does not affect my behavior. But if I did, right about now, I'd be pausing this video, going to my account, and trying to see how much I can get out. And it doesn't take everyone to do a run to put a bank out of business. It only takes a certain number of people to do it. It can be a fairly small number. Because what can happen is, a lot of banks, and I'm using that term very loosely here, but just think of everything we're talking about here as being a bank. That is a company that's holding assets for other people, whether it's a bank or an exchange or whatever it might be. So they got a bunch of this stuff. It's not all liquid. So as you know, if everyone goes to the bank this morning and says, we want, more, you know, we want our money back, the bank's going to say, we haven't got it. They haven't got enough to pay everybody all their money back. The question is, what's the breaking point? How much do they have? But worse, when it's something like cryptocurrency, 
if people start doing a run on it, trying to withdraw it, it can also cause the value of it to drop. And that can draw more scrutiny and more attention from other people who might not have been so inclined to go, wait a second, something's happening. People are scrambling to get their money out of these exchanges. The value of it is dropping. Maybe I should too. And that's all it takes for something to go viral. So I'd be very concerned if I had my cryptocurrency in an exchange this morning. So the ruling could potentially have implications for the collapse of FTX, which I alluded to earlier, which is being accused of stealing funds from user accounts to use for its own investing. Although it is unknown what was in the terms of service for FTX. If FTX had the same contract, then they weren't really stealing those funds, were they? They were simply using them differently than the people who put the money in had expected them to be used. But if they'd read the terms of service and if the terms of service said that, there's nothing wrong with that. Now, it still could be that the people who run FTX could get in legal trouble. Depends on what they're telling investors and so on. But it all depends on what's in those terms of service or terms of use. And that is a contract, which the judge said we got to abide by the contract. Celsius is just one of a string of crypto companies alongside FTX to face problems during the crypto winter period that's been happening for the better part of a year. Uh, Meanwhile, the Winklevoss twins, crypto firm Gemini, laid off staff last year amid lawsuits, and Coinbase joined a list of other crypto exchanges and companies that laid off people or implemented hiring freezes. Do you remember Mt. Gox? Mt. Gox. That was one of the first one of these kinds of stories a few years ago. The guy set up largely in exchange for Bitcoin. Bitcoin. And uh, one day he came out and apologized, said, I'm very sorry, but somebody hacked our account and, and it's all gone. Sorry, thank you very much. And he, and he left. And, and that was it. Just one short little announcement and all your, all, your, <laughs> all your base are belong to us. All your Bitcoin is gone. And people are like, wait, um, isn't there some kind of backstop here? No, not for a crypto exchange that's based in another country. I I don't know. Um, So unfortunately, a lot of people, I think, just assume that you have all the safeguards doing this that you have at a bank. And every bank I've been to recently still has that sign in the window that says all deposits here are guaranteed by the FDIC up to a certain amount. And there's a dollar value there. And people are so used to that idea that, you know, think of the last time you heard of a bank run. <laughs> a lot of the young folk are going, what is a bank run? But that was a real thing back in the old days before the FDIC existed. Because people would get scared and go, what if my bank runs out of money? Who I, I can't afford to lose my money. I should just go take it all out right now. Well, you don't need to do that anymore because the FDIC is there. And yes, banks do fail. Banks do fail. And as long as your accounts are below a certain amount, you'll get all your money back from the FDIC. So... This is a very serious ruling, and it's one of the most important rulings that I've seen in a while in terms of what this means to an entire landscape. And I'm talking the landscape of cryptocurrency. And I understand that you can have your own wallet with your own money in there, figuratively speaking, crypto. And whether it's, you know, Bitcoin or Dogecoin or Milo Wolfie coin, whatever you have, whatever you have, uh, you can you can keep it yourself and, and protect that wallet and and it's yours and that's a pretty cool thing right if you're into that you're into that okay but when you go and put it into an exchange or some place like a crypto company 
And the terms of use say, when you give it to us, it becomes ours in exchange for a promise that we'll pay you down the, down the road. That's very different than how a bank operates. Because this company can go bankrupt because this one did. And in bankruptcy, you are not somebody who's deposited your money into a bank. You're somebody who has, in essence, lent your crypto to somebody who can no longer repay you. And that's the problem. So it's a crazy case. This will have huge, huge ripple effects in the crypto economy. And I'm going to wait to see what happens this upcoming week. Because this video, I believe, will run on a Sunday. And we'll see what happens on Monday. Judge rules bankruptcy crypto company Celsius has the rights to $4.2 billion in user deposits from MSN.com. Jacob Seitz wrote it. Brent sent it to me very late last night. Thank you very much. Questions or comments, put them below. Let's talk to you later. Bye-bye. Thank you for watching Leto's Law. So, Steve, why can you tow a piano but not tune a fish?